This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. It's back. The Sounding Board scorecard for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have three. a drink, choose to Drinkwise. It missed at least two weeks, maybe three people by popular demand have requested that it comes back, which means Jane... You are back to read us statements. We give a mark out of 10. I still, after three or four years of this, don't know what we're doing. But Come on, Damo. It did go missing for a few weeks, and I think people wanted it back. Okay. Drastic action needs to be taken by the Australian aviation industry and airlines to improve wait times and bottlenecks at major airports. The huge lines and delays we've seen recently in Sydney and Melbourne will slow down the economic boost that the tourism industry desperately needs. If I could give that 20, I would. 10. <laughs> Two. The Melbourne Grand Prix was a resounding success, but organisers should pull out all stops to return the race to the season opener. Two. Three. Aussie shoppers could soon use buy now, pay later facilities to purchase everyday essentials like milk and petrol with short-term loans of up to $500. It is critical that the government sets incredibly tight regulations around the concept or the most vulnerable and financially disadvantaged people in our community could be exploited and end up with crippling debts. Six. Five. Clive Palmer is producing his own documentary and is reportedly planning to pay to buy commercial airtime to run it on three major commercial TV stations prior to the election. If the doco does air, it should be required to be framed with paid content warnings so as not to mislead viewers. Zero. Ten. Oof. This is a suggestion from Andrew V via email. The sweet spot for the AFL 2022 grand final time slot is 5.15pm Western Time, 7.15pm Australian Eastern Standard Time, as demonstrated in 2021. Telecast rated amazingly in all major football strongholds and a sold-out crowd was there. This time slot should be locked in for all grand finals, irrespective of which venue it is played at. One. Three. Jeff Kennett needs to speed up his exit from the Hawthorne Football Club. He should step down as soon as possible. Nine. Six. Concerns have been raised about the security of performance data and analytics collected on athletes and the potential for data breaches. There should be legislation governing the use of such data to protect the privacy of all sports people. Zero. Yeah, three. The AFL needs to consider the WA public in its fixturing of Sunday evening games. It's not fair for families who want to go to the footy to have to do the late Sunday night outing more than most supporters. Two. Two. The decision by 3AW to drop Thursday night football games in Melbourne is a sad development, but perhaps a sign that the Melbourne media is oversaturated by AFL coverage. One. One. Ahead of a new season of The Voice, Guy Sebastian has spoken out about the chance of contestants actually becoming successful artists, saying, quote, it's unrealistic to have this notion that we're finding a superstar because we're removing one of the most important equations out of that, which is time. It's refreshing to hear an artist like Guy being candid about the machinations of reality TV competitions like The Voice, despite the risk he runs of biting the hand that feeds him. I'm going to one, two, Jane. 
I'm an eight. Do you want to go first, Damo, with your assessments? Yeah, well, I, I didn't have a problem with him saying it, I, and I've never once thought that you, you can find a superstar out of it. And uh, I, I don't, I don't have an issue with how he uh, handled it. Three W not playing Thursday night footy. That is its call the way I read it. Unless there's a contractor to, to to broadcast it, and there mustn't have been because they didn't. So I reckon as a as an organisation that runs a media arm, uh, they can broadcast whatever they they want, even though. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised, but they can do whatever they want. Um, I'll just do a couple of other ones. Yeah, Jeff Kennedy, he, he's, he's come back a second time and then got an extension of the second time, and his time was up even before what's happening with him right now. Um, the f- grand final question, I believe it'll be a 4.30 start, and that's an Andrew V suggestion. Um, so we're getting closer to your um, 7.15 AEST time, but uh, I think it'll be 4.30 this year. Clive Palmer, I gave a zero because I think people realise that whatever he says is not worth listening to, so it wouldn't matter if there was paid content signs anywhere, so they'll, they'll realise it's not worth listening to, and good luck trying to get one viewer, let alone um, a couple of viewers on that. Uh, the Melbourne Grand Prix, um, I gave it to Hutchie because while I can understand in, in the context of the sport, the season opener would be better, but I think to the general layperson, they couldn't care. And the 420,000 people or, or attendance numbers over the four days uh, were proof that it doesn't matter when you schedule it in the, in the actual calendar of the Grand Prix um, racing. So, yeah, didn't, didn't think it was a big deal. And that issue at the airports, from what I've been seeing, Hutchie, in both Sydney and Melbourne particularly, is a disgrace. And that's why I gave that a 10. I have a strong different view on that one. I'll come to that. Uh, I read Guy, Guy Sebastian's comments. I thought they were refreshing. AW's business is its business, and there's a good alternative with AFL Nation doing all nine games a weekend. Um, the time slot's wrong for the – Twilight's the right slot for the footy um, data. If you sign up for public life, you've got to live with being held accountable. Jeff Kennett, I think he's decided he's going to go anyway, so I'm not less stressed about that. Yes, Clive Palmer, under uh, laws, will need to say he's paid for that. That's how it works. Grand Prix, I thought, worked pretty well around that time, so I wouldn't be too stressed about pulling it forward again. Getting away from the tennis might have actually helped it. And on the airlines, I have a different view. So here's the skinny on this. We are in a pandemic. The population is getting sick. Finding workers is impossible, and you can't make people go to work who are unwell. So that is part one, is that you cannot staff aisles with people that don't exist. Part two is everyone kicked the airlines for saying people aren't match fit travelling. That is true. The, the, the stats say that the the re-put your thing through, the uh, your bag through, is 30% now versus 10% prior. People have forgotten the basics of how to travel, and that is amplifying the lack of staff. There's nothing to do with the airlines. Hachi, it's not a, to hear it. I'm not as seasoned as you when it comes to overseas travel. As bad as those overseas airports are, they actually move. And again, I haven't seen them during COVID, I must admit, but I'll be staggered no, no, if they're no, operating no. as, as inefficiently no, as... I've, I've been bouncing around... I mean, they haven't got the same uh, draconian, not draconian, not the same. Yeah, here we go. Uh, they haven't got the same tough close contact rules. If you, um, if, if I were to get COVID here, the household I'm in is play on unless they're feeling, uh, you know. Yeah. And there's not even a self isolation rule with seven days here. You'd, but so that that helps the amount of staff are at work clearly, and that helps the system. In Australia, we're taking a more conservative health path, and that's. But well, we, we do until not, we realise there's issues at airports, and now now certain yeah, people at airports are, are, are allowed are. to to just bypass those 
health-driven recommendations. We're in, a pan- we're in a pandemic. Everyone relax, get to the airport a bit earlier and just deal with it for a while, yeah? It's hard to get to an airport a bit earlier, actually, when, you, when your flight's at, at, at 6 a.m. and they're telling you to get there three hours before it. I mean, yep. I, I do yep. empathise with the families, Hutchie, trying to move around at the moment. Well, it's unfortunately, we are in a pandemic. People forget. Yeah. It's not – no one no – one, no, no we've got to – to, to your point, to your point on the main body of the sounding board, we as a nation need to start moving out of it because, as you've rightly observed, everyone else has. It's remarkable. And it's good to have the scorecard back. I think it'll be in the next podcast rankings. <laughs> on that, Hutchie, thank you to all of our listeners and to everyone who interacts with the show because on the Top 100 podcast this week, uh, we're in the number 84 spot, up 26 spots, Damien Barrett. So you can take the ranker and be very pleased with it. So thanks, and everyone, for listening. You're fine. We, we are that low because of our lack of unique content. If we were daily or five <laughs> times a day. No, no, it's just that we're not, we're not sending it out 1,500 times per, per show. I think Kachi's the problem. Um, this has been the scorecard. It's back for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to score 1 to 10, choose to Drinkwise. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Podcast with Hutchie and Damo for Drinkwise. Make sure you find us on Facebook and Twitter at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.